from the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. Armstrong and Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Whiskey neat. I'm going with that. Usually we drink margaritas or daiquiris on Fridays during the show. I'm going whiskey neat today. Wow. Just the browns. All you need. A whole bunch of reasons. Live from Studio C. C, senor. Dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And on a Friday... Here we are under the tutelage of our general manager. Dual general managers today, Jack. Matt Lee of the Associated Press and Natural Immunity. Oh, wow. Wow, those are exciting general managers because I don't know either one of those stories, so I'll stay tuned for all of that. Matt Lee of the AP, whose act I really didn't know, got into it with the State Department or the uh, Pentagon spokesman, I guess is the uh, State Department, and uh, in, in semi-hilarious fashion. And... I, it'll be a bit of a Rorschach test. What you think of it? And I'm you. I mean, everybody listening, is this just good aggressive questioning or is this abuse? Show us. Quiet, quiet, quiet. Here we go. Oh, here we go. It's happening right now. Do you know what this is? If you can't see, oh, I have it, a guess. If you can't see it, this is live from Beijing, China. The opening ceremonies are going on right now. It's all the cute little Chinese girls singing some Chinese song with the smiles on their faces. I have the translation. If you want it. I am happy to be enslaved by the God Chairman Xi. I'm grateful I wasn't aborted during the one-child policy when we all preferred boys. Right. Or, uh, or aborted or murdered by the state. Sure. Perhaps. So I'm one of the girls they let live, probably because my parents were good-looking enough that they thought I would be good-looking enough that I could then be forced to sing in this choir. How differently do you look at the Beijing Olympics of 2022 versus the Beijing Olympics of 2008 when everybody was kind of gaga over how amazing it was? Second verse, if the Uyghurs didn't want to be in concentration camps, maybe they should pledge loyalty to our God, Chairman Xi. So I can't hold back. We need to start the show officially so that I can get going here because I got so much in my craw. It's all (laughs) red and festering. Oh, stop it. My craw needs salve. It's my craw. It's rough. Lord. Lord. (laughs) I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Friday, February 4th, year 2022. New you in 22. We're Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, then. Let's leap into action precisely according to FCC rules and regulations. Here we go at Mark. I would say to our athletes, you're there to compete. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. I know there is a temptation on the part of some to speak out while they are there. I respect that, but I also worry. That is Nancy Pelosi, who I've had problems with her point of view in politics for many, many years. But that is far and away the worst thing she has ever done ever in her career is to tell U.S. citizens to not speak out against the evils of China because we're scared of China. Mm. The freaking Speaker of the House just told U.S. citizens to shut up in the face of totalitarianism because we're scared of China. And man, is she getting it from every angle on this one. On MSNBC, 
where they love her. Everybody from Al Sharpton to the right winger to the milk toast never says anything guests were what the hell? We now are telling U.S. citizens to not speak out in the face of evil. Well, that's new. That's a new thing. What the hell? We'll play the whole speech later. Unfreaking believable. This is how we're going to win the battle for uh, for freedom in the, on the planet. Gotcha. So she wasn't just telling twenty year olds they're not playing. You got to be careful. I guess I'm I'm a, I'm a man on an island here. It sounded kind of like, hey, Hell no. this is you, not a joke. You you want you want to send a message to the athletes that uh, this is what could happen if you speak out. Fine, behind the scenes, but for right. the Speaker of the House of Representatives to stand up and say because they'll do mean things and we don't want to incur the wrath. Yeah, what? what's she what's she t- addressing this at all for? We don't want it, to like... incur the wrath of the Chinese. You didn't stand up and say a message to China. U.S. citizens are U.S. citizens. Keep that in mind when our athletes speak out. That's a warning to China that we're the big dog and you don't F with us. And we'll say what we want to say. No, the Speaker of the House of Representatives, the third most powerful person in the world, said, don't make them angry. They're really mean. So uh, we don't want to make them angry. So I'm just telling you, don't say anything. Wow, yeah. what a great battered wife way to, t- to take a view of uh, uh, evil power in this story. Just freaking awful. Out of bounds. And like I said, everyone from right-wingers to Al Sharpton is saying, I'm sorry, I'm out. I don't agree with this at all. We have a history of speaking. Our whole country is built on speaking out against totalitarianism and, 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 and authority. And reason, whether it's slavery or the Brits in 1776 or whatever. And we're telling our athletes, because athletes have made it clear. Some have come forward in the last couple of days and said they're going to speak their mind. And the Speaker of the House, not only, first of all, I think you got a a First Amendment problem here because you have the third most powerful person in the government telling you things you can't say. But just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Can you imagine the Chinese ever doing that? Can you imagine the Chinese ever saying, don't say anything against the Americans because we don't want to make them angry? No, they would warn us. Don't you F with Chinese citizens. God, that's disappointing. That is so, so embarrassing. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. That is just embarrassing. I, I'm glad she's getting it from all sides and op-eds and all that sort of thing. Because this can't be the stance we have with China. How in the hell is the is the word not been put out by someone, her, if she's going to give a speech about it, that, hey, China... Your warnings about athletes speaking out. Let's 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 get things straight here. You do not mess with U.S. citizens. All right, there will be a hell of a price to pay. But nope, that's not what we say. We say athletes don't say anything that will make them mad. Please, please don't do that. Well, if only old Uncle Batakefcare would stand up and say something, you know, manly and uh, full of American pride. But I'm not going to hold Batikef my breath for that. How, how has Nancy gotten not gotten primaried? By somebody with nose rings and tats or whatever in her district in San Francisco. Because she's the biggest fundraiser in America. Um, Do the voters care? I mean, uh, AOC got elected by, you know, a handful of hundred people. Yeah. Her district. I'm, I'm, I'm glad, like, and the, and the people on MSNBC, and I saw some, some on CNN, too, they had to they had to do all kinds of qualifications first. Look, I have always supported Nancy Pelosi. Uh, she and I align with everything, and I've always liked her, but that, I cannot get on board with that. I'm, I'm sorry. But, uh, yeah, that's just great. All better husband just has massive investments in China. 
And she's trying to keep things, uh, you know, calm. Because they're, they're hundreds of millionaires. I mean, they got, they got uh, nine figures in the bank. Uh, mostly through insider-style trading and that sort of thing, because Nancy would always tip him off what's going to happen in the capital. But, yeah, I'll bet he's got a huge business in China. Opening ceremonies is going on right now, and uh, the little girls were singing, the little slave girls, because it's basically what they are. They didn't choose whether or not to uh, be in that choir or how often they practice or whether they want to quit. I'm sure they have no say in that whatsoever. Of course, neither do the athletes either, really. Right. It's funny, I was watching Daniel Tosh, the comedian, the other night, just kind of randomly a, a stand-up set. This is from years ago. But he was talking about, you know, people complain about racism in America, blah, 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 diversity. He said, you ever look at the Chinese uh, Olympic team? I'll give you one guess what the race is of, their, of their, uh, <laughs> their gymnastics team is. Just one guess. <laughs> and he's right. All sure. these other countries, everybody looks exactly the same. Right. You get the U.S. team, right. you got an Asian girl, you got a black girl, you got a white girl, you got a Hispanic girl, you got everybody. Right. Right. Hilarious. Um, how does mailbag look? It's the most racist country on earth. Please don't say anything because they're really mean and they'll do terrible things. So please don't say anything about how they have slaves and they're, they're doing that. Don't, don't. We don't want to make them angry. Oh, oh, I'm scared thinking about it. Wow. Wow. Do not risk Incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. Yeah, they are. And not speaking out about it by U.S. citizens is not the way to handle it. You crazy old bat. Anybody atop government who's not so freaking old, they lost their their edge 15 years ago, please stand up and raise your hand. Yeah, I bet we're going to hear from the senators Tom Cotton and... uh, What's his name from Nebraska ben and, Sass, and people yeah. like that throughout the day? <clears throat> Dan hope. Crenshaw, I'm sure, has got something to say on this. And maybe even some uh, statement from the uh, podium from Jen Psaki at some point. If a uh, uh, some journalist is going to bring it up, you know, Ducci from, uh, from from Fox will say, Do, does the president agree with Nancy Pelosi that our athletes should keep their mouths shut while in China? I love that. That's idea. a good question right there. You going to say that out loud as president of the United States? Because the Speaker of the House just said it. Wow. Freaking unbelievable. Did you call him Ducci? Whatever his name is. Steve Ducey. What a stupid son of a bitch. His hair's a little Ducci. <laughs> um, he does come off as pretty Ducci sometimes. I had quite an Uber driver today I got to talk about later. Very entertaining Uber driver. Why are you in an Uber? Be- well, obviously, Joe, because when cell phones <laughs> went from 3G to 5G, my car stopped working. Doesn't that make oh, sense to everyone? Right, right. So I yeah. had to take my Tesla into the <laughs> Tesla shop and get it. Uh, never have to do that with my Ford F-150. C- cell phones can change all day long, <laughs> and it still starts right up, and you can drive anywhere you want. <laughs> oh, boy. The wonders of technology. Yeah. It's like when I went to, we were going to watch uh, Sing 2, me and the kids on TV the other night, and the sound bar wouldn't get any sound coming up. Oh, I need to update the firmware. Well, of course, just like when I was a kid. You couldn't watch <laughs> yeah. TV because you haven't updated your firmware, so you can't hear any sound coming out. Dad wanted to put a little Trini Lopez on the wife or on the, uh, the hi-fi. Of course, you had to update the firmware first. <laughs> not, not that it didn't work perfectly fine before, so there's no reason to update freaking anything. <laughs> yeah, just great. Hey, kids, you want to watch Gilligan's Island right after I update the firmware? <laughs> Our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty.
The Armstrong and Getty Show. Lots of people like me who care about humanity, disgusted by Nancy Pelosi's speech. Tim Sandifer tweeted out just an hour ago, disgusting, cowardly, bootlecking appeaser attached to her speech, if you want to hear it. Warning athletes not to speak out against oppression? Is that a new thing for the United States? We don't speak out. Okay, gotcha. She's a BLA, bootlicking appeaser. Oh, you don't want to be that. Yeah, nice job, Tim. Bring the, that straight fire. Boy, we have a lot of stuff to get to uh, this segment, including, of course, uh, Mailbag, your freedom-loving quote of the day. But first, it's time to take a fond look back at the week that was. It's Cow Clips of the Week. Alexander Hamilton. And these quotes Alexander will... Alexander Hamilton. Wait, 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 you bastard. <laughs> this one blew me away. Russia! They basically, as people say, screwed us over. You'll long for the good old days of the Cold War because every president in the future will pound you. In a final act of desperate cowardness, he chose to blow himself up. The Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's well, not about maybe race. Maybe it's Gascon is bumbling. Beef over a piece of steak turns into this huge brawl involving 40 people at a golden corral. Punches were getting thrown, chairs were getting thrown, you name it. We can't have all these individuals coming up here defecating in the farm fields, dumping their trash. Have a car partly pulled apart, tip them over, burn them right on the street. Let's get this straight. It's not me who's changed. It's the left. Magic was kind enough, generous enough to ask me for a photograph, and in my left hand's the mask, and I took a photo. When people ask for a photograph, I hold my breath and I put it here, and people could see that. There's a 0% chance of infection from that. I held my breath while I was getting my picture taken. Oh, whatever! There's not a right to abuse, intimidate, and harass your fellow citizens. So it says... F your white nationalist agenda. I am not a white. This is nothing to do about white. And the authors have determined various restrictions on movement only reduce COVID mortality by an average of 0.2%. China may be the first country to combine that kind of authoritarian ambition with cutting edge technical capability. Tom Brady has officially retired. Gather nah, your kids please, around. Tell them, care. tell them before please. they go off to school. Before I interviewed, I received a text message uh, from Bill Belichick. It's essentially a congratulations on the Giants job. Thought he was texting Brian Dayball. Who they ended up hiring. Yes, sir. Because Jeff Zucker is the one who gave Trump the job for The Apprentice. And The Apprentice is the only reason that Trump went on to become the president. Ah! The third article, the third article. Let's write it now. Wow. <laughs> some cow sound. God. <laughs> a, little, a little tweak or two to the, the cow audio there. Interesting. <laughs> As a guy who worked in feedlots for many, many years, that particular cow sound got me on my toes like, oh, <laughs> that one's in distress. That one is going to come after me. What's wrong, Elsie? <laughs> All right. Uh, right. Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day. This is one of my favorite quotes. It's from Calvin Coolidge. I heard this as a youth, and it changed me. Nothing in this world can take the place of persistence. Talent will not 
Nothing is more common than unsuccessful men with talent. Mm. Genius will not. Unrewarded genius is almost a proverb. Education will not. The world is full of educated derelicts. Persistence and determination alone are omnipotent. Yeah, that's really good. Cal freaking Coolidge if you need him. Huh? We got one minute for mailbag? It's an outrage. Well, we actually have three and a half hours, so it depends on how you look at it. It's a good way. A good way to look at it, yeah. Uh, Steele writes, regarding Newsom, Garcetti, London Breed not wearing their masks during the, the game... Are we sure that Tony, Tony, Tony wasn't playing during halftime? <laughs> I've heard that if they're performing, mask mandates no longer apply. Ah, uh, that's funny. It, that is funny and a little obscure to point that out. The mayor of San Francisco used that idiotic excuse several months ago, but it does remind you of the drumbeat, the continual examples of the powerful ignoring their own mandates because they know how foolish they are. Uh, let's see. Daniel says, I've got a great logo idea for some AG t shirts. Follow the science. Hold your breath to stop COVID. <laughs> Someone doesn't hold up a banner at the Super Bowl without saying it. They're missing a great opportunity. Uh, a little bonus mailbag to come. And more from the Beijing Olympics. I'll tell you about that. Uh, some great stuff on Twitter I just came across. Stay tuned. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Uh, I think there's a decent chance the rhetoric and coverage around the U.S. Olympics, which is just kicking off right now. The opening ceremonies are going on right this minute, and we're going to play a little bit of it here in a second. I think all the talk around this could spiral out of control in a good way very quickly. Egged on by Nancy Pelosi's warning to our athletes yesterday, don't speak out. You might anger them. Do not risk incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. Wow, and the tone of her voice, warning our athletes. Could you use that tone of voice on China? Maybe? Not our athletes? This is not what, uh, was it, to Stalin or Lenin or whoever meant by useful idiots, but sometimes there is somebody who, who, who steps forward and, and, you know, makes a really prominent statement that everybody can come together and it crystallizes in their head. Wait a second. Wait, what are we doing here? I think she may have, with her stupidity, helped the cause. Yeah. So I think somebody's going to ask. Joe Biden or or somebody else high up about this, and they're going to say, no, I don't agree with that. And they're going to say something relatively strong against China, which they should. China's going to say something back, and it could spiral pretty easily, like in the next 48 hours, I think. Let, let's check in a little bit with the opening ceremonies here, because this is pretty unique, what you're about to hear. So it's not unique what, what you're what you're not seeing it's a whole bunch of little kids, like, with candles on their heads in the dark dancing around. I challenge you, if I played you the last six opening ceremonies from any Olympics and had you guess what year it was, you would not be able to tell me if it was 2008, 2012, 2004, or today. It's always a bunch of cute people dancing around with some sort of candles in the dark. Reenacting the history of something or other. And all these smiling little girls, and and I watched it in 2008. I didn't have these thoughts then. I'm embarrassed to say, but I'm watching these little kids dance around right now, and I just think, oh, my God, you are outnumbered by those of you that have been murdered by your own country because you were the wrong sex of child. Right. 
Right. Those little girls all uh, ought to be grateful not to have been aborted by the government. Well, listen to a little of this. This ceremony, Professor Jingsu, this is a choice that is heavy with meaning. Yes, this is certainly a beautiful, poignant, heartwarming, but also significant segment. For more than four decades, China had a one-child policy. Last year, the country hit its lowest birth rate in five years. The country had always relied on its reservoir of human labor for its economic miracle. And now, continuous population growth is posing a challenge. The government abolished one-child policy in 2016 in hopes of reversing the trend, which is now encouraging families to have three children. So, wow. so that's the official NBC coverage of the opening ceremonies. That's not like other opening ceremonies I've seen. Yikes. I don't remember anything about Brazil enforcing, you know, forced abortions and that she left that out. Yeah, but, but to, to, to point it out at all, that the government was deciding how many kids you could have for, for 40 years and now have changed their policy. And now uh, you know, that, that's that's a heck of a thing. For NBC to say during the opening ceremonies, and I are like desperate dr- for population to keep their manufacturing juggernaut going. Right, yeah. that their economy's hurting. I like the direction this is going. Yes, yes. Yeah. Throw in a little explosion of Omicron there, and Chairman Xi going crazy, and and trying to lock down the French bobsled team or something like that. And we we could have a great moment of China's true evil becoming clear to more of the billions of people who are on Earth, uh, and in particular the uh, few hundred million we got here in the U.S. of A. Now I'm surprised Nancy Pelosi should have spoken to NBC ahead of time. Don't anger the Chinese. Don't say anything that'll make them mad. They're evil people. They defend their national interest. Um, I just tweeted out a, a great thread. It's a whole bunch of fake Olympic posters in the style of that sort of thing, but they're all like really pointed. And uh, one of them, for instance, is a uh, the the Olympic biathlon, and it's got two athletes. And the Chinese athlete has got a gun, you know, because in the biathlon you shoot a gun. Has got a gun. Pointed at another athlete who's kneeling on the ground. Right, right. And yeah, we uh, talked about this a while back. They're fabulous. And uh, those are linked at, uh, we'll put those at armstrongandgetty.com. I just tweeted them out. But just, I like the direction the coverage of this is going. And right. the, the, the social media and everything like that. Nancy Pelosi aside, she, she's trying to get us to be quiet because we don't want to make them mad. Do not risk Incurring the anger of the Chinese government because they are ruthless. I've had a lot of policy problems with her, but that's just politics. But that was out of bounds. That was so wrong for the freaking Speaker of the House to say. Oh, my God. Roll over. Let China take over the globe. It's fine. It'll be fine. Warning U.S. citizens to keep their mouths shut. Wow. That's something. (laughs) You know, we were talking about boycotting the games and how can we go ahead with the games? And, and, and that's still a relevant question. But if this tone can continue this attention, I don't know. Maybe it oh. ends up being a positive. Oh, and uh, yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it could end up being a positive. If, if, if that's NBC's opening, I don't know where they're going with this. Yes, Michael. I think China might interrupt the broadcast at some point. Or I wonder. Say, Get your cameras out of here. You're, I won- you're done. I wonder. I wonder. Wow, that would be something. I wonder. Um, well, they, they certainly don't like NBC pointing out to however many millions of people are watching the opening ceremonies that, you know, they're flaws. Wow. Yeah. Well, the uh, 
the IOC is going to have to promise the Chairman Xi they'll kick back 20% of their bribes if they let him stay on the air or something like that. <laughs> oh, by the way, something, and I don't, <clears throat> I won't go all uh, Olympics all day long, but Putin traveled to Beijing. He's with Xi, and they got together and shook hands. And that's a pretty evil picture right there, those two guys together. And they made a, a joint statement together. And Xi of China uh, came out um, uh, anti-NATO and how NATO needs to uh, back off. And he respects, uh, you know, Russia's uh, right to defend itself in Ukraine. And Putin said, we here in Russia recognize that Taiwan is part of China. And so they're, they're both, they both got each other's backs on this. They made that statement just a couple of hours ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. May you live in interesting times. So, uh, speaking of China and Russia and that sort of thing, the uh, State Department spokeshole got into it with a reporter yesterday. It's uh, it's uh, somewhat revealing, it's interesting, and it's entertaining. So, we'll feature some of that for you. We've got a, a couple of different Joe Rogan updates. Uh, there are a, a number of fairly impressive people saying, whoa, 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 this, this narrative that's taken shape that, yeah, Joe Rogan's evil, just how evil and should he even be allowed to speak, this is way out of bounds. So that's good to see people rallying to the free exchange of ideas. I feel like we shouldn't talk so loud. I'm worried we'll make the Chinese mad. Oh, boy. They're, they're sleeping. They're resting. <laughs> Don't get in their way. I would gladly do that for the rest of my career, as we've been doing for a long time. Uh, we got a lot more on the way. Again, text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Pentagon said that Russian President Vladimir Putin has approved false flag operations, the creation of videos using actors that pose as Ukrainians using U.S. weapons to kill Russians. We believe that Russia would produce a very graphic propaganda video, um, which would include corpses um, and actors that would be depicting mourners uh, and images of destroyed locations, uh, as well as military equipment, uh, at the hands of Ukraine. I think everybody probably reacted to that story about the way I did yesterday, which was, wow, yeah, that sounds like Putin, but uh, what, did you get a copy of the script or something? How do you know this? Yeah, I would like to know if we if we actually have intel or if we just think this is something he's likely to do and or we're just messing with him. It's just a psyop sort of thing. We're just messing with him. Just or like the, the best boy is turned. We flipped him. Uh, it could be. Or, or we just want him to react to us as opposed to us always reacting to him. Yeah, interesting. I've heard some other uh, false flaggy ideas. Uh, I just read an article about uh, what's been going on in the domestic press in uh, Russia, the stories they're reporting on, how uh, British paratroopers are going to uh secretly uh, appear in Ukraine they're going to they're going to parachute in and and murder a bunch of honest russian people and that russia hopes that doesn't happen because they'll be forced to go to war oh, if that happens right so anyway uh matt lee of the associated press who i'm told has a bit of a history with ned price the spokeshole over at uh, the state department uh had the same question i did how do you know all this let's start with 32 and i'm going to get to the next question here which is 
What is the evidence that they play? I mean, this is like crisis actors, really. This is like Alex Jones territory you're getting into now. Um, what evidence do you have to support the idea that there is some propaganda film in the, in, in the making? Matt, this is derived uh, from information known to the U.S. government, intelligence information that we have declassified. I think you well, know. Okay, well, where, where is it? Where, where is this information? It is intelligence information that we have declassified. Well, where is it? Where is the declassified information? I just delivered it. No, you made a series of allegations and statements. Would you, would you like us to print out the topper? Because you will see a transcript of this briefing that you can print out for but yourself. That's not evidence, Ned. That's you saying it. That's not evidence. I'm sorry. <laughs> what would you like, Matt? Uh, I think he wants evidence. <laughs> wow. Uh, let's go on. 33. Ned, I've been doing this for a I long know, that time. was my point. As, you, as, you, as have, you, know. you, you have been doing this for quite a while. You know I that have. when we declassify intelligence That's information, right. and I we do so in a means. We do so we do so with an eye to protecting that, that sources and methods. It's not going to fall. I, I remember a lot of things. So. Yeah, wow. I remember WMDs in Iraq. I remember Kabul is not going to fall. Go ahead, Michael. Where is the declassified information other than you coming out here and saying, Matt, I'm sorry you don't like the format, uh, but we have declassified format. It's the content. I'm sorry you don't like the content. I'm sorry it's you. I'm sorry like you are doubting the information that is in the possession of the U.S. government. No, I, I, what I'm telling you is that this is information that's available to us. We are making it available to you uh, in order uh, for a couple reasons. One is to attempt to deter the Russians from going ahead with this activity. Two, in the event we're not able to do that, in the event the Russians do go ahead with this, to make it. Okay, we don't need to hear uh, Ned Price uh, rambling on. He does at some point finally make the point that, look, we're trying to protect sources and and methods. If you doubt our credibility, well, I don't know what to say to you. Um, But I I liked power being questioned. Yeah, oh yeah, but if something's been declassified, isn't it? So so you've declassified it, where's the... Where's the paperwork? I want to see the actual paperwork where it says Pentagon and underneath it headline, uh, you know, intercepted intelligence or whatever. Well, I think if the spokeshole understood that he's the servant of the people as opposed to vice versa, he probably would have gotten down from his high horse and said, the conclusion is declassified. The building blocks to our conclusion are still classified oh. because they involve clandestine sources. But no, he just he wasn't having it. How dare you question me? Man, I'd like to see more of that. Unfortunately, the only examples we've seen of that sort of thing is like grandstanding Jim Acosta of CNN just trying to make his star rise. Uh, you grilling Trump. Well, we blew another ISIS leader to bits the other day. Um, you know, we had that story yesterday. Well, he blew him to bits, allegedly. Well, who knows? Because you questioned the story at the time, and I thought, man, that's not a good American right there, questioning his own government. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you brought up the uh, the the strike in Afghanistan. The day yeah, the I, brave droning in Kabul of that uh, ISIS agent that turned out to be not, proving our over the horizon power. It turned out to be not even close to what the government said it was. Well, CNN. Well, there was a water delivery guy, and all his children got slaughtered. Yeah, it's pretty awful. But uh, yesterday, CNN had a pretty good report with uh, a lot of facts that don't match up with the government's portrayal of of going in that raid. Um, and uh, on Jake Tapper's show, and Jake Tapper is a, a he is a big supporter of our military. He's written books, he's done documentaries, and everything like that. 
But um, he's, you know, caught on like a lot of us have that the Pentagon has misled us on a whole bunch of things recently. Um, And uh, sometimes I understand why they've got to keep the truth from us. But a whole bunch of other houses had holes in them. Uh, that that wasn't part of the official story of how they they landed and surrounded the house and went in and warned them and all the different stuff like that. It sure looks like we fired on a whole bunch of different buildings around there hmm. that were just r- random families and stuff like that. Um, whether that's right or wrong is a different question, but I thought it was pretty interesting. So then you got this guy pushing on this story. I'm fine with challenging uh, a little more on the stories they put out about how things are unfolding. Yeah, it's a difficult uh, line. I agree with that. There's a fair amount of gray area, especially when you're talking about military operations. I understand the need for uh, unity at times when it's uncomfortable and uh, misinformation at times uh, during, you know, before, during and after military operations. It's just getting a little uncomfortable given the huge amount of disinformation by the government, the uh, forced compliance with idiotic, nonsensical COVID policies now for the last couple of years i don't know i'm just i'm I'm not taking anybody's word for anything no did what's his name blow himself up or did we blow him up i don't know yeah i mean if we did blow him up and he was using his family's shields i think i'm comfortable with that as david french pointed out when he was uh, fighting back against the new york times story on this topic they are responsible for the deaths of innocents Mm -hmm. if they surround themselves with innocents right not yeah, us. we don't we don't have platoons in the field with their families with them for damn good reasons. Right. So yeah, I, I have a feeling that part's true, but it's you know, and and you know it's funny. I'm layer upon layer of uh, ambivalence here. I also am aware that Vlad Putin has been trying as hard as he can now for a very very long time, as the Soviet Union did, to spread cynicism and 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 uh, you know inability to recognize truth from lies in the United States. That's one of his programs. It's one of the main uh, areas of compromise that the Soviets, and, and Putin's a Soviet, come on, let's be serious, that they try to engage in. So the fact that I'm getting this cynical about everything I hear, I don't want to play into Putin's hands, but, you know, if the, the cynical shoe fits, wear it. The story of the day might end up being the Olympics and the media coverage of it and our government's reaction. So to kick off hour two... I don't know exactly what was said, but I've been monitoring the open ceremonies, and I went over there, and I checked the TV, and I heard the announcer mention the Uyghurs. And I thought, okay, we want to hear this. The fact that that word even came up during the opening ceremonies I find interesting. And it appears that Nancy Pelosi is feeling the heat for her horrifying uh, backing down to the Chinese and has made a statement in just the last few minutes we can have for you. to kick Neville off Pelosi, the great appeaser. Uh, we should mention this. The U.S. economy gained a surprising, it says, nearly half a million jobs in January. So blowing away all expectations. I I have never quite understood why if you somebody comes up with an expectation and if you come short of it, it's devastating. And if you go over it, it's fantastic. And nobody ever says, was the expectation just wrong? I mean, they just they do the math wrong. But maybe the guy who figures out the expectations bad at his job. It's automatically good just because it's more than what we're expecting. I I don't know. But they were expecting less. And we got half a million dollars, half a million jobs in January. Woohoo! Will anybody take those jobs? I don't know. Uh, Because what if they don't make your heart sing? You don't want to work a job that doesn't make your heart sing. Well, and what if inflation uh, wipes out the raise you just got? No! Yikes! That hurts! Oh, no! A buddy of mine brought that up yesterday. Oh! I said, how his salary is just going down day by day. Oh, you're right. Wow. 
That's not good. What do you expect? Because I haven't heard it myself. What do you? Th- in what way do you think they brought up the Uyghurs on the broadcast of the opening ceremonies on NBC? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know either. I, I expect a fairly uh, newsy, not very in-depth statement that a lot of folks are uncomfortable because of you know what's going on with the Uyghurs there, Xinjiang. I don't. I, don't, I wonder how deep they get into it. I didn't think NBC would even get this close. The one-child policy stuff we just played a few minutes ago, I didn't think they'd go down that road. Yeah, I'm pleased. I think it's a little weird they brought on like an Asian professor to talk about it. But that's that whole, if uh, some some, uh, news story involving Hispanics happens, you got to send your Hispanic uh, reporter. Story about black people, it's always the black reporter. I don't know, (laughs) that's a TV thing. Right. Yeah, maybe that's what it is. Uh, oh, I got to tell the story about my uh, Uber driver from this morning, too. Very colorful character. All right. Picked me up at like uh, 4.45 or 5.45, something like that. Very, very early in the morning. Um, got into a mask conversation, the government, mm-hmm. Buddhism, lots of good stuff. Did in your a, own man on the street and everything. In about a three-minute drive, all that came up. Wow. Uh, <laughs> Armstrong and Getty.